You still don't understand what you're dealing with, do you? Perfect organism. They cut the power. What do you mean, they cut the power? How could they cut the power, man? They're animals. I watched it too with trackers. some kind with acid for blood and it arrived on your spaceship it kills on sight and is generally unpleasant it's a queen how did you know that she'll breed you'll die Well, I can't believe it. I mean, if we're talking Bishop, we are very near the end now, aren't we? Yeah. I mean, as Monty Python used to say, put a bishop in it and take the curse off. Um, <laughs> bang a bishop in. <laughs> bang a bishop in. Do you remember the bishop? The bishop. And I just and, think and of the... take of ITC. Do you remember it's that? It's the bishop. It was Ma- yeah. Michael Palin, wasn't it? It's yeah. the bishop. The bishop. No, I... But now I always think of the Bishop of Bath and Wells. Oh yeah, the baby Ronald Lacey, of Bath and Wells, the baby yeah. eater. <laughs> but this is a this is a completely different bishop. Oh, and and there's also bashing the bishop, which is well, a very uh, yeah. UK uh, very UK centric bit of slang. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Google that, folks, if you want to know what bashing but the bishop not, is. Not on a word but not on a, not on no. images. <laughs> no, yeah, don't do that. Although knowing knowing today's day and age, it will be pictures of um, bishop actual. Reverends being punched, really. yeah, 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 yeah. So here we go then, Bishop, Bishop, yeah, Bishop, um, Lance Hendrickson. Yes, yeah. Did you look into it? What his first name is? No, no idea. I've never heard a first name, other than like you know when he, he played descendants of Bishop and mm. Wayland and things like that. But no, did Bishop the Android have a first name? Oh, yeah. And Sony. It's, no, it's spectacularly unimaginative. Oh, they've God. done to him what they've done with all the colonial marines. Oh, so, so this is, is Lance. Lance Bishop. Oh, I don't, I don't view him as a Lance. Do you? That's, that's like saying Ash's first name is Ian. Yeah. You know? No, it's just not... I think the robots just have one name. Well, it, it screws up this tradition then of, does, you know, yeah. what they were trying to do. You go A, B, C, D. You know, if, if you've yeah. got, you know... A letter before that. Were you uh, were you holding out, hoping that the fifth one would be Eric? Eric. The it could robot. still be happening. You know, there yeah, might be an be. Eric coming up, well, and we, eventually yeah. they might get to an Ian. Well, we had because we it was going nicely to when it got to David, and then it went to Walter, didn't it? Yeah, maybe they went Eric, yeah. and it's like, no, that's a crap name no. for a robot. We'll go no for Walter instead. Yeah, no one's going to believe Eric, are they? Um, but no, it's. Uh, I don't know whether that was intended or whether that was like a after the third one they went oh you, oh, this is a bit of a coincidence I, do you reckon they would have intended that from the beginning? I've never seen it written down no. that James Cameron created this character and called him Bishop because it's B follows no. A. It could be Yeah, I mean it could be it could well be but yeah it, 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 if not it's a nice little coincidence isn't it? Yeah okay as we always do life before got a bit for you here. Oh yeah. Do do you agree Oops. with this or not? Are you ready? Yes, I just knocked stuff over for the. All for right. The cat. Go on. Right. Con- consider these things. Right. 
Bishop was designed and created by Wayland Utani employee Michael Bishop, who modelled okay. the android on his own appearance. You okay, okay with that so far? Okay, and is that is that who's meant to be in Alien Three? Is that Michael Bishop? Well, I I take it. It just says employee. I guess he works in the you know android design department. And yeah, they could go. Yeah, send a friendly face. Oi, yeah. Michael, you're off to this planet. You know, maybe. Um, it says several Bishop models were issued to the UCC USCM. Bishop was eventually posted aboard the USS Salako as the ship's executive officer and the combat unit's technician. Uh, yeah, I always wondered about that because no one, no one talks to him as if he's got an actual rank, do they? Well, the contradiction there is executive officer. Yeah. When they're in the mess hall after waking up, he's practically a slave. He's going yeah. up and down serving them food. That's not what executive officers do. No, I, I, th- I get the feeling that he is there. Yeah, they're, for want of a better word, their slave. Yeah, um, because it, I don't know if he gets paid or not. But he don't, no one seems to respect him. No one. Seems no, we we got to talk yeah. about that. We got yeah, to talk about it, that. Um, a, a few more things. Uh, while numerous other bishop type androids have been seen in the Alien franchise several of which have posed as sleeper agents, actively concealing their android nature from those around them, it would appear that Bishop was among the first 341B models produced. Really? Hmm. And then it says, Bishop was sent with the USS Salako Marines to LV-426 to record events and act as science officer. Before entering hypersleep, Bishop attempted to develop a rapport with the Marines, but his attempts to inquire about their personal lives were met with derision. He learned that they were particularly fond of displays of power, and Private First Class Hudson was particularly pleased with Bishop's prowess with a knife. So, I, I, I've never, I've never got the impression that this these Marines were just put together before this mission so I just assumed Bishop had been with them for a while I've always taken that because you know Hudson says Bishop do the thing with a knife you know they've seen it before Um, yeah because as as if it's a a party trick not something he's shown them once yeah yeah, I think that's that sort of fan creation to try and a lot of these backstories yeah. are, aren't they? Yeah. Or they are I, legitimate yeah. writers writing some bit of fan fan wank that gets published. Yeah, the bit the bit I don't sort of understand is um, so in in Alien, Ash is a sleeper agent. He's there, it, it disguised. He's not. Yeah. No one knows he's a robot. So it makes sense that he pretends to go into hypersleep. And then when we meet David in Prometheus, in in an incredibly sensible move. He's not in hypersleep. He's looking after the ship while the humans have to be in hypersleep, mm-hmm. which makes perfect use of a a robot. They're not going to get bored. They're not going to go crazy. But, you know, they yeah, can but, look after stuff. So why isn't why is Bishop in hypersleep? Exactly, that's the contradiction. Why has Bishop yeah. gone to sleep? Or does he do what uh, I think we were talking about when we talked about Ash? He actually is up and around and everything, and then yeah. half an hour before they're going to wake up, he gets in. Because well, you know, to be one of them. Uh, it could be, but I, I, th- I mean, the 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 non-screen reason is because they wanted it to be a big shock, didn't they? When he jabs himself and 
they they wanted the audience to realize he's a robot at the same time as Ripley. Yeah. But it makes no sense in the universe. No, and yeah, again, podcasting, you're you're, you're watching things. Watching Bishop in this, the way he's treated by the Colonial Marines, it is like he's a slave. There are multiple uh, uh, um, instances this time watching it. I mean, the first one is, yeah, he's the executive officer, but he's serving them food, right? Yeah. He's a lackey. He's ordered by Hudson to do the thing with the knife. And he's like, oh, no, 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 no. But, But he still has to do it, all right? But there's a contradiction there as well in that he says later on, I can't, I can't through my actions or whatever harm a human being. But surely by doing this knife thing doing that, yeah, with Hudson's hand, in harm. Um, you are. Also, bear in mind, this is a universe where androids are commonplace. And hmm. their their strength, speed, etc., is commonplace. So why is Hudson so org- as if this is amazing? Do the thing with the knife. It'd be like you or me go into someone. Do the thing with your printer. Go on, look, watch, watch your print out a bit of paper. <laughs> oh my! It, why is anyone impressed with this? Surely everyone will go. Well, what do you expect? He's a robot. Of course he can do that. Yeah, but they've seen him do it to himself every time. Yeah. You, you know, the thing with a knife is. Bishop just showing them, yeah. and he's using his own hand. This time, Hudson is in danger, and that's why you get Hudson's reaction. They don't care if Bishop just cuts himself, because no. he's just he's just a slave. He's just a robot, you know? Um, I do like the fact that, you know, Lance Hen- Henriksen took knife lessons, and yeah, they speed it up, but that actually yeah. is him doing the thing between the fingers. Yeah. And, and what we see on screen is actually the second take, because they he did actually nick... Bill Paxton's finger and I love the story about how you know Gowan Heard met him at Heathrow when he came over and he set all the alarms off because he had brought over his knives with him <laughs> because he wants to practice you know oh, yeah but it looks great he looks great even though it's yeah. sped up and you know it's sped up in those long shots yeah you can Lund- see the Lance Henriksen looks great yeah, yeah. yeah I mean it's a classic scene everyone remembers it everyone likes Bishop don't they yeah, he's so polite as well. He goes, oh, yeah. thank you, <laughs> after it. Um, so he goes up to the executive table, continues offering food around, and that, that's when we get that, thought you never miss, miss Bishop, and we have that, you know, uh, yeah. nice scene with Ripley starting to get angry about it. I do, yeah, which I think we've discussed in one of the, I think the Burke one, didn't we? It's, it's, it's brilliant. It's such a such a corporate way of of describing what's happened, doesn't it? Yeah, With there was Ash, a malfunction, yeah. and a few deaths were involved. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah that's really all good. from Burke. Um, and, you know, uh, he's very polite, old Bishop. He's like, I'm shocked. Yeah. W- was it an older model? Um, and he says the 8-2s were a bit twitchy, and then that can't happen now because of my behavioural in- inhibitors. It's impossible to harm or, through mission of action, allow to be harmed a human being, which you have said before, that is really doesn't happen when Burke orders him that the specimens have to go back to the company no. later on. No, he... Um, well, I mean, it's, it's um, Asimov's three robot laws, isn't it? Yeah which uh, Robbie so wonderfully does in Forbidden Planet. Um, I always got a problem with these laws, is that um, what if you just pub- program the robot to lie? Hmm? 
So he goes, I can't harm you. He could be lying. Ash lied, didn't he? And Ash yeah, lied through his teeth. That's true. So, so we we know that these robots can lie. Um, but yeah, there's. I, I think the. I remember reading somewhere that the original uh, script that came back into play, didn't it? That um, Bishop wasn't wasn't meant to go down to the planet. He was meant no. to stay on the ship. Yes. And he they they were going to do a. Uh, I'm sorry, I can't do that, Dave. Style yeah. scene where he won't let them back on in case they're contaminated, which I think would have been great, and that would have played into the, the whole building up of this. I can't, you know, I can't do anything that would impact humanity. Yeah. And I thought that, that would be quite nice. I think that would be quite a good thing. But for some, I suppose for some reason it it would cut all the tension out of how do you get the second dropship down, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah, um, yeah. No, he does go down because he's yeah. the one who reverses the APC into yes, the dropship. Again, a very, he's a lackey, isn't he? He's the driver. Yeah, he's the driver. Yeah, yeah. he's the coach driver. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, down and clear when they're down there, and off he goes, roaring away. Um, next time we see him. I've never noticed it before, um, and I'm sure it's all all dummy, it's not real, but when they get to the colony and you see the Marines get out the side of the APC, yeah. you kind of see Bishop getting out that side door at the front oh, of the right. APC, but you don't it. see the door. Lance yeah. Henriksen does the motion of closing the door, but I, I'm sure that well, wasn't not, a yeah. functioning door. Well, none of them were in that. I mean, it had no interior, did it? It's no. A, it's a a towing truck yeah. so yeah it's all all sleight of hand very cleverly done but yeah all sleight of hand yeah next time we see him it's in the med lab he's looking through the records yep. and he tells Gorman that two of the facehuggers are alive the rest are dead uh, they they were surgically removed before they had the chance to implant so that raises the question how long is it between a facehugger attaching yeah. to somebody and the egg going down the throat well, so far we've only ever seen Kane, and we don't know because he blacks out. Yeah. So it must it must take a, you know, we, we'll ignore Alien versus Predator where it's like a two two second job and then they they're fully born face uh, chest bursters in about three minutes. I don't know how physically that happens, um, but yeah, it it presumably takes a while, um, and also. We don't quite know how long he's in the med bay with Ash. It, it, presumably, it's a while, isn't it? Because they're doing yeah. repairs. So, yeah, it must it must take a while for them to do it. But yeah, it it'd be interesting to to sort of see the. I know it's in uh, Newt's tale, but to see what how how this operation played out. Yeah, I've um, I've never seen anything written down that they actually filmed the scene of no, somebody no, trying to get did, the facehugger yeah. off and killing the victim in doing so. Yeah, it would would have been interesting to see that because I like that Bishop sort of yeah he says um, they killed the host getting these off as if the 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 sort of thing they were aiming at was to get the to keep the facehugger, and mm. it because it. Why wouldn't they kill the facehugger afterwards? Yeah. If they if they were doing it to save the the colonist, why wouldn't why would you keep it alive afterwards? Yeah. Um, also, what what sort because of, this whole colony feels when we see it, it feels like a wild west town, doesn't it? So oh, I wonder yeah. what sort of medical sort of staff they had. Well, they got the stasis tubes there, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. They've um, obviously got some 
technical know-how. And they're, they're, you know, if we take aliens, they're at least fourteen days away from any help if anything happens. But they're miners, so, aren't they? So they have yeah. they have scientific equipment that maybe yeah. they can adapt. Maybe those stasis uh, things are for, are for ore else, samples yeah. or something else. Yeah, Volatile materials keep them in stasis. I don't know. But next we've got a brilliant scene where. You know, and I'm sure it's done to to emulate Ash in the med lab on the Nostromo because Spunkmeyer comes along, yes, and says, "Need anything else? Need anything else, uh, Bishop?" And he turns, and then you've got a beat as Bishop looks at him and he goes, "No," and no. yeah, that it, is. I think good, yeah. I, I think you're meant to go. Uh oh, he, we know he's a, an yes. android. He's just like Ash. Yeah, I've seen, there's a few. I've seen um, sort of fan theories where the reason he, he acts weird like that is because Burke has reprogrammed him and not done a very good job. But that's just rubbish, and it? it's why mm. it just makes no sense. Um, I think it's Lance Hendrickson being Lance Hendrickson weird, isn't it? He's, yeah. he's, it's really good. It sort of throws you off. But yeah, it's definitely a creepy one where you, you go. Yeah, but, but again, Spunkmeyer treats him with no respect whatsoever, no. like he's a simpleton. It's like, yeah, yeah. Well, pots and pans, Spunkmeyer. You say the word weird. This is the point when he turns round and yeah. almost looks into the camera. This is the moment where he was meant to have the two pupils per yeah. eye, um, that he could actually spit split his pupils apart from one into two to Study give him, you, you know, like yeah. double binocular vision yeah. or something. Um, but they thought that was just too uh, disconcerting. It, it, it would take the audience yeah. out, you know. Um, and, yeah, I think it's uh, Lance has decided to put in this red herring with his delivery of yeah. no. And also, he turns back to the microscope and Spunkmeyer says, um, nice pet you've got there, Bishop. And he goes, magnificent, yeah. isn't it? Without even bothering to look up. He's fixated. Yeah, yeah, definitely mirrors Ash, doesn't it? Where it's the perfect, the perfect organism, organism line. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. it's it's interesting that James Cameron decided, even in the special edition, not to not to put any weight behind this. Who's the bad guy? Mm. And they, they, there's a cut this scene, and that's pretty much it. And then it's oh yeah, it was Burke. Yeah, yeah. They don't. It'd been nice to have had some, you know, back and forth between yeah, yeah Bishop yeah, yeah. and Ripley. Yeah. Of course, it's a complete plot contrivance oh, that, yeah. that when they go to the processing station, Frost drives the APC yeah. and not Bishop, because you need to have Bishop back in the colony, don't you? Yeah. Again, I don't quite know. These androids are readily available. Why wouldn't you send them in first? But what would Bishop do? I mean, later on, you know, when he's going to go in the tunnel, Vasquez gives him a pistol. And yeah, he, he, he gives her that back. Because he can't. Back yeah, to her. He, he can't really kill anything. Um, but no, you would. You would. I mean, they could have. The whole platoon could have been saved if they'd have said, uh, "Bishop." And I know there's a later on when he's going in the tube, they make a thing of saying, "Well, he should be treated like everyone else." And have said, "No, he's he's a robot." So send him in first, just to have a wander about. He could go in and say, Whoa, "This is weird. Look, oh, there's some people up on the wall. Yeah. Probably." Uh, Probably don't want to come down here yet. Let's. He doesn't have to fight it or anything, but for reconnaissance, these androids would be perfect. I've always never wondered because we never get a scene. I've always wondered if that happened. What you're saying happened, and Bishop yep. went in there and and he went and he found the colonists up on the wall. You know, would the aliens register his presence because I he's not alive? Yeah. I don't think so. There's a scene in the novelization that. 
that I wish it had been in this. When he's crawling through the pipe, he comes across a, uh, a, oh. a broken part, and an alien goes to attack him because it sees movement, and then it stops, and it's like, oh, there's, there's nothing there. Yeah, because it doesn't that. Reckon, yeah, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, which would have been nice. Yeah, because I'm presuming that's what Ash's plan was, wasn't it? In Alien, was after everyone's dead, the alien would have just left him be. Yeah, you know, no, it wouldn't have been as any more concerned than one of the flight chairs or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would look upon him as if he was yeah, yeah the fridge or the washing machine yeah, yeah. or something like that. Yeah. All right. So after the dropship crash. Um, yep. I like the line where he says, uh, I'm going to continue my analysis. And Ripley yep. goes, yeah, you do that. Because yep. she's remembering Ash, isn't yeah, she? Yeah, this, this is the, the same scene uh, after Dallas is killed where uh, he says, um, she goes, what, what, what from you and mother? And he goes, we're still collating. Which is great. I use that all the time at work. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone says anything, I'm still collating. Um, yeah, this is this is a playback. She she. She knows he's going to be useless. Again, it's the build-up to the end, isn't it, when he's not useless. She knows he's going to be useless. She doesn't trust him. Um, it's, a, it's a nice end, but I don't know why she just leaves him be. Mm. Shouldn't shouldn't there be scenes of her snooping on it on him yeah. to find yeah. out what he's doing? Because he's the one she doesn't trust. She doesn't. She doesn't think. I mean, she. Do, I don't think she thinks anything of Burke at this point. No. Other than he's a, a corporate shell. But yeah, Bishop is like, mm, if you don't trust him, he's going to do something with those aliens. Yeah, yeah. Now, now, as ever, we're, look, we're watching the special edition, and yep. we reach the point now that I really don't like, which is this big, clunky exposition scene as to yeah. who's laying all the eggs. Molecular acid oxidizes after the creature's death, completely neutralizing. Bishop, you know, that's very interesting, but it doesn't really get us anywhere, does it? I'm trying to figure out what we're dealing with here. Let's go through it again. They grab the colonists, they move them over there, and they immobilize them to be hosts for more of these. Which would mean that there would have to be a lot of these parasites, right? One for each colonist, that's over 100 at least. Yes, that follows. But each one of these things comes from an egg, right? So who's laying these eggs? I'm not sure. It must be something we haven't seen yet. Hey, maybe it's like an ant hive. Bees, man. Bees have hives. You know what I mean. There's like one female that runs the whole show. Yes, the queen. Yeah, the mama. She's badass, man. I mean big. These things ain't ants. I know though. that. Bishop, I want these specimens destroyed as soon as you're finished with them. Is that clear? Mr. Burke gave instructions that they were to be kept alive in stasis for return to the company labs. He was very specific about it. It, um, you can see why it was cut. Mm. You know, it's nice to see, but it is, it's clunky, and I don't think it's particularly well acted. I don't know how, whether this was like one, the first take or whatever, and they knew they weren't going to bother. But it, it, it's just everyone's timing slightly off. And yeah, and the dialogue, it could have been better. I, yeah, I'm Bishop's uh, guilty as the others. His, oh, I'm not sure. It must be yeah. something we haven't seen yet. I mean, state the bleeding obvious, mate. Yeah. But also, because this whole scene really is to go, because they're equating it with uh, uh, an ant hive. Yes. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, and uh, so they say, well, the queen is usually much bigger, and it? it's to get that, so you go, ooh, 
so when you see it later you go oh that's the queen um on the but nose he, there, yeah. Hudson, because it's yeah. Hudson who says it. Yeah, yeah, yeah Queen, the mama. She's it, badass, man. She's big. He's going like this. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's it should bad. have been. It should have been Bishop saying that, though, shouldn't it? Yeah. It should have been. It goes if we equate it to the your theory of uh, equating it to insects, then the one that lays the eggs is usually larger and more ferocious than you. You could have built it up that way, but it doesn't. This it doesn't really add anything other than blow the the surprise later on when we do meet the Queen. Yeah, I don't like it. I, I, I no, really don't I, like that scene. Um, it's, it's really weird. The The more I watch, and I've watched the extended cut a lot for this show, the more I watch it, the more I appreciate the theatrical cut. Mm. You know, I, I, I quite like the bits with... Um, with Ripley and talking about the daughter because that feel, feeds directly into the whole mother mm. plot. But the rest of it is like, at first you're so excited to see it. It's like, see, and it doesn't really add anything. No, it's, it's like, like the sentry gun thing. Yeah. Technically, it's very good, but they, they they stop just 10 shells from running out. Yeah. You know? It's silly. It, it is silly. Yeah. It, um, it reminds you this is a film. Yeah. yeah. I, um,. After that cutscene, we have, you know, the resolution to it. It still remains in the theatrical, which is when Ripley says, Bishop, I want these specimens destroyed. And that's when he says, you know, um, how Burke was very specific that they're going to go back to the company. And uh, it's it's implicit that Bishop will follow what Burke says. Yeah. You know, because again, I suppose Burke has almost hired this military group, hasn't he? So he's... He's calling the shots. Yeah, yeah. Um, next, Bishop breaks the news to them that they've got four hours until yeah. the whole plant goes up. And ag- again, I feel so sorry for Bishop because, you know, I mean, it's a terrific moment. It's a brilliant moment. I love this moment coming up where Bishop volunteers that yes. he'll go. Well, somebody's going to have to go out there. Take a portable terminal go out there and patch in manual oh yeah sure with those things running around you can count me out yeah i guess we'll just count you out of everything that's right man hey why don't you go man what i'll go i mean i'm the only one qualified to remote pilot the ship anyway yeah right man bishop should go good idea believe me i'd prefer not to i may be synthetic but i'm not stupid and the staging of it, he, he kind of like whispers it, I'll go. Yeah, I'll go. And he says it a couple of times. And, and you know, Hudson's yeah. going off on one. Um, and yeah, man, send, send Bishop. He'll yeah, go. Yeah. yeah, but before that, Ripley notices what he's saying. Yeah. And he's got an almost apologetic look on his face. I'll go. I'll go. And and when he says, I, um, you know, I'm the only one that can do it. And Hudson's like, yeah, yeah, Bishop should go. Yeah, it should be Bishop. Because yeah. he's only the slave, isn't he? He's a, yeah, he's he's a disposable life form. He is a slave, um, which again is very, no, it's never been looked into. And it the uh, the relationship between the androids and the humans in this universe it's is not, slavery. It it's is, not, it not is, good. and um, especially the fact that he is so intelligent. He's aware yeah. of it. You know, I mean, he does say, "I may be synthetic, but I'm not stupid." Yeah, you know? again, get gets one of the funny lines in the film everyone everyone yeah. laughs at that point um, the, the thing that annoys me a little bit though is why are they arguing about it? If, if literally Bishop is the only one that could do it 
why are they even why was it even suggested that Somebody others else should does. do so what 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 was the plan they'd go okay let's draw straws hudson it's you and he goes well what am i going to do i don't know i don't know about <laughs> it what yeah it, yeah, yeah it, it shouldn't have even been a question yeah um but it, it's again it's a nice it's the it's the arc of bishop which is showing him he's been distrusted he's an android He's, you know, we we didn't trust Ash, and he's starting to redeem himself. So he's volunteered, yeah. but realistically, um, Ripley shouldn't have trusted him at this point. It's like, hang on, I'm going to trust my entire future to this robot. Yeah, it'd be like yeah. if in Alien, if you know, when when Ash at the end says, well, in the book he does, he says, uh, if you just reattach my head, I'll I'll have a go at the alien for you. Yeah, and she's like, oh what? Come off it, and this should be the same. Yeah. At least yeah. send someone else with it. I mean, fair dues to Lance Hendrickson. That pipe is tight. That is a very tight... I would tight... not want to be down that pipe. He said Even as an actor. He's decided, because he thought he looked so terrible, the way yeah. that was lit, that he's never going to be lit like that again. <laughs> oh, right, yeah. It's not flattering, is it, to be fair? But this... The, yeah. When we get to the, the tunnel and they cut it open, that, that, there is something there. And i tell you what... All the books I've read about aliens, you know, all the documentaries, the RPFs, forums that I'm on and stuff like that, I have never seen anyone, anywhere, ever say about that torch that Bishop's got. I had one of them torches. I bought it from Halfords. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we had one as well, yeah. All they've done is taken... There was like a um, a flashing orange... Yeah. cover on the top weren't it and they've just taken that yeah. off yeah, yeah you you had a torch on the front you yeah. had a fluorescent tube on the side and then yeah. you had like an emergency flashing orange light on yeah. another part of it took and like, I had took one like of six them. D cells yeah, 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 that, that, yeah. They were bloody heavy but I had that in my yeah. car the first time I watched Aliens yeah, and, yeah. and I've never seen anyone on you know the the, the mystery of the props from from you know yeah the, that's true the, the actually aliens. yeah because it, nobody's it'd be easy said, to get hold of oh must be must be yeah. I'm sure you can get them on eBay real cheap yeah I reckon so yeah you probably yeah sales if I ever see one I'll grab another one but yeah I had one until about quite recently when, you know, yeah like we can make a bit years. of money because if that was yeah. like you know just a UK only one we yeah. could start import uh, exporting them to America to yeah. the prop yeah, builders the over there. Buy, yeah. Oh, I have to look They're into all that. idiots, aren't they? <laughs> um, I, I, I love this moment. You know, not only does he hold the uh, hand the gun back yeah. to Vasquez, you know, but you know, as they're sealing him in, he says, "Watch your fingers." So he's still yeah. looking out for them. Oh isn't yeah, he? no, he's he's still programmed. Um, one thing that annoys me is this this um, this wouldn't work. They cut they cut the hole in the pipe, and the, the hole thing falls down Bing! lovely yeah. sound they fish it out then later on they ban- They put it on top it would fall through again it would fall back through yeah unless um, Bishop's on the inside holding it in place while they weld it shut it doesn't look like that does it no. but yeah that would be the only thing that would work it why are they welding it shut yeah what's the point I don't know because an alien can't get down it unless they're thinking they'll send a face hugger down it yeah, in which case, just, it wouldn't just go after him. He's an android. Yeah. Why would it go after him? Yeah, I don't know why they waste time sealing it up. I mean, this this is another thing that shows how what a crack squad this is, isn't it? You waste ten minutes of time welding that pipe up. You don't realise there's a suspended ceiling. Mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. All right, we we've got to fast forward quite away 
to where yes. Bishop has yeah, he's brought off the drop shin by a remote. Yeah, he, he disappears we, we, for a lot of the action. Yeah, we see him at the control panel. We see yeah. him operating the machinery and everything. But he brings in the remote by um, yeah. uh, remote control. Ripley says, how long have we got? And he goes, oh, plenty of time, like 26 minutes or whatever. And she goes, uh, we're not leaving. And he's like, we're not. Yeah, I like You know? That. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't get it. Um, I do like um, that he hasn't got any fancy way of like interfacing with the controls. He's literally no. using the uh, Tamiya Ranger control unit yeah. stick. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. None brilliant. of this sticking a, a lead in the side of his yeah. neck or whatever. Well, that, now uh, you would, wouldn't you? It, it'd have leads coming out of his fingers and CGI yeah. into the panel. And, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he can't object. He can't stop no. Ripley doing this. I mean, he warns her. He says, Ripley, yeah. 19 minutes, this area's going to be a cloud of vapour the size of Nebraska. Um, yeah, because te- technically, um, he's in charge now. Yeah. Isn't he? Because, okay, it's a military, they say it's a military unit, so Burke's not in charge, but all of the military is now incapacitated. So he's executive officer of the Sulaco. Yeah. So even if he doesn't hold a military rank, he is now in charge. Yeah. But again, Ripley just says no. Yeah. He's got to defer to the humans because yeah. that's his yeah. programming, I guess. Um, we've got to go right the way through the whole Queen Alien thing to yeah. find the next but, bishop part. Yeah, but the trouble is that that countermands his... I can't, by my actions or inactions, yeah, allow a human to power. Because Ripley's going... Take me into the alien nest. So yeah. what? He's what putting point, her in yeah. harm's way. Yeah. Um, so the, even if you went with, if if by not doing that he would allow Newt to be harmed, on this really simplistic three laws of robotics nonsense, where does not harming Newt stand in regards to not harming Ripley? Yeah. Is one worth more than the other? Yeah. He should get into one of those fizzy things that Robert, uh, Robbie did. <laughs> yeah, with all that electricity yeah. buzzing around him. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, as I say, we've got to go past the Queen and everything. Yes. Where uh, I, uh, this could be my favourite sequence in the whole film, which is the whole "God damn you, Bishop." Yeah. Um, where they go out onto the gantry, the dropship's gone. The Queen comes out of the lift and. Up comes the dropship and that music. Now James Horner gets an awful lot of flack for reusing yes. motifs in his music, but here this is a hundred percent perfect to me. The yeah, music, this is pure the editing, battle beyond uh, the scars. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, the <laughs> no, whole, fits. yeah, yeah. The whole, you know, we see the dropship. It swings into the debris, which you know explains how the Queen yeah. gets on it, and the whole. Punch it, Bishop. I mean, I could watch this on a loop and it's never the, get the, bored with it. The, and the music does all the heavy lifting here as well, doesn't it? Yeah. Because it, it builds up. And that's something uh, James Horner is brilliant for. He did it in Star Trek, uh, the Wrath of Khan soundtrack. And that is the beat building up, yeah. building up, getting slightly quicker, quicker. And in the end, it's magnificent. With it. it is brilliant. absolutely yeah. magnificent. I've got goosebumps like, going on my arms right now, yeah. thinking of that music. And, ding, yeah. ding, 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 ding. Yeah. <laughs> on... Um, Starlog gave away a, a, a copy of uh, the Alien theme on 45 Record with one of their issues. And on the B-side was this bit of music. It's like, oh, so oh, I love it. I adore it. 
and I used to watch this. I used to time. Yeah. This is one of the bits I would time and just stand at the side yeah. and watch it. And and you know, at the moment of detonation, I love the way Bishop looks up at it. He looks almost at yeah. awe at the explosion. Oh, well, it's amazing. I, and unfortunately, once you once you've either seen the, the making of or you've read about <laughs> it, you can't watch it ever against it because it's quite obviously a big old cotton wool mushroom being pushed up. It's a um, light bulb covered yeah, in cotton wool. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It's like, oh. but, but it's brilliant. Uh, it works. Yeah, it's great. It's a great scene. And again, this is really nice. We're so used to these fake out endings now that no one watching it now would go, "Oh, phew, thank God that film's over." Yeah, you know, we had it in Alien. It's every film does it. And but this is a nice one because we do get, we do get some nice little rapport between. Uh, Ripley, she finally sort of bears the hatchet with Bishop. Yeah, you know, we I get the classic. Yeah, lines, you know. I cannot remember. I think I already knew that Ripley has this showdown with the Queen. Well, it was in, wearing it was in the, the trailers, power wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Of course, they get yeah. away from her. Your, your, your bitch. If you've seen the trailer, yeah, you, know you know this isn't the end of yeah. the film. But the way it's structured, you know, with Bishop going, it's okay. We're okay. He, he says on the radio and then yeah this lovely scene where he says he couldn't stay on the platform it was just too dangerous and apologises yeah. and Ripley says you did okay and he's like I did you know it's a really nice moment isn't it it is it's, it, it, it's lovely it's like brings them together and you go ah oh, that's good and then it's all torn away where does the acid drop come from I've always wondered Don't know. this well, I've it's seen, not out of yeah. Bishop is it no it, a lot of people are seems to get confused don't they and so i've seen people go oh bishop must have acid for blood like no that's stupid it must have come through but he's not been pierced yet no no it must be coming from the queen the queen's been damaged yeah you know well i mean she managed to uh to jump on and hold on to a spaceship landing leg whilst whilst clutching at least two eggs (laughs) (laughs) so yeah i mean she's got four arms she could probably do it um, but yeah, I, I'm presuming the Queen has been injured. Um, it's a great the the whole effect with the uh, tail coming through Lance Hendrickson. It's, it, I mean, really simple effect, but so well done. It's it brilliant. Looks great, yeah. And I'm I'm amazed a human being can have that amount of milk in his mouth yes. and squirt it uh, out to that degree. Blimey! I hope uh, I hope it wasn't rancid. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, this uh, sequence where you know the dummy, obviously the dummy, Lance yeah. Henriksen gets ripped in half. Uh, that took two days to set up, two yeah. whole days of setting that up. It doesn't. I can I can see why because it doesn't even in the final vision doesn't quite work, does it? The, the, I mean, it's it's utterly commendable that they did it all in camera. Mm-hmm. But the the Queen Alien's arms are not quite gripping it no no when you watch it they just move yeah. when he moves yeah. yeah yeah i mean it's all puppetry this is all puppetry now yeah. isn't it yeah i love that moment when you know the queen passes bishop and he's like yeah, he's, he's just... laying there <laughs> yeah. and he's like gulping and i always yeah. look to his abdomen this ripped open yeah. abdomen that you've got a little squib of milk going <laughs> you know squirting out um and we don't really see him again until you know, all the air's being sucked out the hangar, yep. and Newt is is going past, and he grabs her. And what, again, once you've seen it, you can't unsee it. Yeah. There, there is a, for a split second, you can see how they've done the gag of yeah. Bishop being just well, they, the torso. Yeah. And in the Blu-ray release, they've um, 
I think they fixed it, haven't they? Oh, have they? Later releases, they fixed it. Yeah, they've they've covered that. I even removed it or covered the the fact that there's a massive hole there. Yeah, <laughs> and he's laid he's laid in underneath. But it, you know, it 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 works, doesn't it? And he he saves Newt. Yeah, yeah. Grabs hold of Newt, which is good. Yeah, and he's I like last... yeah. I like that she you know. And I love his last line, you know, not bad for a human, he says to Ripley, with that quite creepy smile. That's that's up there with Worf's nice legs for a human. (laughs) Yeah, it's classic. Yeah. And the last time we see him in this film, he's in his plastic bag. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Zip locked. Again, I suppose, I don't know, because in Alien 3, we find out that she turned him off, didn't she, to... Mm Mm-hmm. You know, but he's not. It's not like he's going to heal. No. So I don't know what, what quite why he's in uh, cryo freezer again. Maybe, maybe he's you know still covered in all that milk, and you don't want yeah. the milk going off oh, and God, stinking the up. place out. It's like when you come back from holiday and you realise you've left a bottle of milk yeah. out. Yeah. And the whole house smells. Yeah, you could be right. Yeah. So. Ooh. Yeah. So I mean that is the end of Bishop in Aliens, yeah. but of course, yeah, we've got the if animatronic version. The case. Yeah, now you, you don't mind no, the I, animatronic I like, one I in Alien Three. Great, I think it's a great puppet. I think it's, a, it's really good, and it's one of my favourite bits in the film. Is is his stuff? Um, I don't. It. I, I think. I think it's okay. Um, the eye's good, the milky eye. It's, of course, whenever you have animatronics, it's getting the lips to yeah. to, to move convincingly. But he's... He is damaged, then. He's damaged, and his character is consistent with aliens. Yeah. I like I don't, that. Yeah, I don't buy... I don't buy that they would just go and dump him on the rubbish heap, though. No, not that yeah, amount no. of technology. Because we already know that um, Andrews is paranoid that the company's involved and want it. You, why? You imagine if they turn up and go, okay, we want the black box from the the android. Where? What? Oh, we dumped him on the dump. No, yeah. uh, he, he would be. He would uh, at worst, he would be in one of the uh, the morgue drawers with next to Newt, wouldn't he? Yeah, yeah. Do you think um, you know when the company come along at the end of the film, they they took him back with them? I imagine so. Yeah. You're not going to want to leave information like that, and he's because, like you say, he recorded everything, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. And that should be the end of that, shouldn't it? But of course, yeah. Lance Henriksen comes back for AVP again and again and again. I think Lance Henriksen is—he's um, a good actor, but he's dirt cheap. Well, so yeah, they—they they used to bring him back. I, um, I've got I, something I to say like about that, that shortly. Oh, okay, cool. I um. I, I, I don't mind AVP. I think it's, like, it's a watchable film. It's it's flawed to buggery, but uh, you know, I, if I'm in the mood, I put it on and watch it. And he's re- he's good in it. He's you know, he always gave a dependable performance. Is that that's um, the one with the uh, pyramid under the ice cap? Yes, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, not that and one he, set in America. No, no, that was terrible. That was a that was a bad film. No, the the ice cap one I quite like. Um, like I say, it's it's a guilty pleasure sort of thing or dumb pleasure whatever you want to call it but he's good in it but he's playing uh, Waylon even mm. though even though what are we meant to what are we meant to think in Alien when it's Waylon yeah. without a D 
So, so the guy was called Wayland, and then for one period in his business's history, for a couple of years, he went, hey, you know what, I'm going to drop the D, see how we get on. Mm. Mm. Okay, no, that's that. Um, yeah, you said earlier, in the original script, he he doesn't go down to the planet, he no. stays on Sulaco, and... Uh, that, that was a very good comparison. He does a how thing. He won't let them back on board because uh, yeah. he, he can't risk the aliens. I hope they did do a, a I, you know, I, um, I'm sorry, Dwayne, I can't do that. That would have been brilliant. Yeah. A bit, a bit on the nose. Um, have you ever, saying about him doing stuff, have you ever listened to the audible version of uh, Gibson's Aliens? I've tried listening to it and it yeah. is Lark's, Lark, Lance Henriksen reading it, isn't it? Yes. Um, and I've, I, I, I last about maybe 15, 20 minutes and then I lose interest and I turn it off. Yeah, it's very hard to listen to. Um, he, he does a good job, but yeah, if you want more real Bishop action... <laughs> I keep meaning to get the graphic novel because they produced a yeah. graphic novel based on it. And isn't that the one where there's an a, actually an alien egg growing out of the torso of Bishop? Um, I'm sure that's in the graphic novel. There's an possibly. egg growing out the torso. Yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember that in the Audible version, but it might have been curtailed. All right. Um, but if you've got Audible, it's free. Right. Okay. Uh, and then Lance Henriksen then. All right. Yes. Uh, born in 1940 in New York. Um, his mother, Marguerite, was a waitress, dance instructor, and model. And his father, James Henriksen, was from Tonsberg in Norway. Oh. And was a boxer and merchant sailor. That's quite a, a parenthood there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, he studied at the actor's studio and uh, began his career off-Broadway in Eugene O'Neill's Three Plays of the Sea, and one of his very first film appearances was in Dog Day Afternoon. Oh, right. He was an FBI agent in that. Yeah. He's in um, Close Encounters as well, isn't he? He is, he yeah. is. Um, Always look but, out for him. yeah, when he was, um, just before he was cast as Bishop in Aliens, he was going to give up acting. He was be- had become oh, quite really? disillusioned with it. Um, and uh, we can talk about that in the genre thing in a minute, okay? Um, now, the genre thing. Can I just say, for the first time ever, I'm sorry about this, but it, it took me about three days ploughing through his IMDb because Jesus. you scroll you, you scroll yeah. up from the beginning and it's like, that looks like fantasy. Click on it. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Write it down. Scroll back. Wait for the page to reload. And I, it, I got through three days of it and in yeah. the end I've given up you've given up oh, he's I just don't too know, prolific I don't know what his genre tally is but he's he's won there's no yeah. way we just yeah. give it him by default there's no way Michael Bean yeah. or Sigourney Weaver can beat Lance Henriksen by a huge margin I mean I'll go through you know an awful lot but I'll well Millennium itself is that was like probably over 100 episodes. Millennium is 67, 67. episodes. So, but we'll go through until the point I gave okay, up. Yeah. All right. It'd be interesting to see what point you did give up. Was it his uh, straight-to-DVD period? I think that the, the year I gave up was... I had only After about three days, I'd still only got to about the year 2003 or something wow. like that. So I still had like 20 years worth of schlock to, uh, to, to write down. He's, he's a worker. Yeah. Give him that. Bef- 
before we go on to his genre tally, a couple yeah. of instances of non-genre things he was in. I always remember him in The Right Stuff. He plays Wally Shearer yes. yeah, in, in The Right Stuff. He's really good, good in that. I must rewatch that. That's really good. Yeah. And somewhere, he's in The A-Team. And I'd like to see Lance oh, Henriksen right. in The A-Team. Um, you, you'll recognise you him. Would scour all the episodes? Uh... But he'll jump out. The yeah, man's got true. a fantastic face, hasn't he? He's. You, you, yeah. you, you say you look for him in Close Encounters. Yep, he's there, all right. Yeah, he's he's got a look. Um, played a lot of FBI and CIA people, didn't he? He seems to have that. Put him in a suit, he looks... Yeah, he, look, he looks threatening. And yes, yeah. Um, and, and we have this thing that uh, I challenge you with from time to time because he's been in a lot of schlocky things. Guess oh, right. the plot line is oh, going to be yeah. quite a few times. Starting with his very first thing, 1976. Right. right? The very first genre thing he was in was 1976. What is Mansion of the Damned about? Oh, Mansion of the Damned. Um I would think 76, so The Exorcist is, uh, has been a big hit in 73, 74. I, I reckon it's going to be some sort of uh, ghost story, demon possession type thing. I would have thought that, Yeah. Um, but it's not. Oh, okay. It is a mad scientist fills his basement dungeon with victims in an insane attempt to restore his daughter's eyesight. Should have gone spec savers. Yeah, yeah. It's one for the Brits. Uh, <laughs> right. Next thing, yeah. He, he, blink and you'll miss him. Close encounters. He's yes, there at yeah. the end, isn't he? He is, yeah. Um, then Omen 2. The Omen 2. Oh, yeah. There. He's the military academy uh, guy, isn't he? He's weird mm-hmm. in that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Good, good, good run. Good film. Do you know a film called The Visitor? The Visitor. Um... I, I, I think there's been a few films called The Visitor. You, I, I'm thinking of there's one where it's like a, a predator ripoff in the woods, an alien lands in redneck country, but I can't remember him being in it. Well, this one, it's about the soul of a young girl with telekinetic powers becomes the prize in a fight between the forces of good and evil. I would never have guessed that from the name The Visitor. No. Who's doing the visiting? Yeah. We're getting close to Aliens, and you can see why he was becoming disillusioned, yeah. because the next thing he was in was Piranha 2. Oh, God, that'll put you off. Uh, was that where he met James Cameron? It could well be, couldn't yeah. it? Then he was in a horror science fiction anthology called Nightmares. Oh, right. Don't know that. And then, of course, blink and you'll miss it, uh, he's in The Terminator. Yeah. He's one of the police guys. He's Vokovic, isn't he? Yeah, but he was going to be the Terminator. He was going to be the Terminator, yeah. Um, That's going to put you off the business, isn't it? Yeah, but that, of course, was when the Terminator was meant to just blend in. He was just meant to be ordinary. makes much more sense than having Arnie, who (laughs) can barely speak English. Yeah, because I love it in Terminator. I love Terminator. It's a brilliant film, don't get me wrong. But I love it when... um, uh, Michael Bean is going, he's an infiltration unit. <laughs> For what? A bodybuilding club. Yeah, it would have been good to have. I think it would have made a much more sensible film. I don't think it would have been the hit. I don't think it would have took off. But it would have made more sense to have Lance. He would have been Terminator. a creepy yeah. Terminator, wouldn't he? I loved it. I loved Terminator 2 when um, the, the T-1000, but it just looks nothing. He's great. That's what it should be. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, uh, Aliens comes Aliens, along. Aliens, yeah. 
It's got the sense, so that's, I didn't realize that Aliens was like his big, his most famous star in things so far in his career. Yeah. Because even in, everyone forgets the two cops in Terminator, don't they? Mm. You, you forget how much time you spend with them. Yeah. Well, let's get, where's, ta- where's Arnie? I want to go back to Arnie. <laughs> yes. um, and then off the back of that, he got near dark. Where, which oh, right, he is yes. brilliant in. He's brilliant. You know, yeah, he, God, he's, he's mean great. in that. Ex Civil War vampire, and he's yeah. brilliant. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Good. Yeah. Um, and then Pumpkin Head. Oh yeah, that's good. Not a bad film. Terrible the, title, but not a bad film. Stan it's, Winston is again, now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Pump- Stan Winston, good creature. Yeah, he's good in it. He came yeah. back for a couple of the later sequels. Yeah, I've got them here. That they're on here before I gave up. House. Three. Oh yes, which wasn't a house film to start with, was it? it was, oh, wasn't it? No, it was. It was just. It was made as something else, and then they went. Uh, if we bung House Three on it, it might might get more viewers. Okay. Uh, then he was in the TV. Linda Hamilton, Ron Perlman, Beauty and the Beast. Yep. One time. Then Pit and the Pendulum, a version of Pit and the Pendulum from Ooh. 1991, where he played Talkie Marder. Oh right. I don't remember him on that. No, I think it's a Corman one, isn't it? Yeah. A real low budget one. Uh, two times. Right. <laughs> two two episodes of Tales from the Crypt is what he did right. next. Everyone did that, didn't they? That was yeah. Like, that was like the the American version of the Bill. Yeah. Just give it as soon as you get your equity cards, you get an episode of the Bill. You're in. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then Alien Three. Um, yep. I mean, I doubt he had much to do because he. It's his voice. It's oh, his no, he, voice. yeah, he come back in... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, the guy with the ear at the end. Yeah. Um, then No Escape, you know, that Ray Liotta oh, science, right, science fiction film. And then, right, guess the film. It it went by two names, oh. right? Oh, that's one, always a classy saying for film. Yeah. It? One is The Outpost, and the okay. other is Mind Ripper. Mind Ripper, oh, God. Mind Ripper's very much schlockier title, isn't it? Yeah. Um... I, well, I'm imagining it's going to be low budget, so an alien that can rip your mind comes down and does something cheaply? I don't know. It says, Government scientists attempt to reanimate a corpse they found in the desert, but end Stop up inadvertently yeah. creating a monster. Well, what did they expect? <laughs> if you find a corpse in a desert... Don't try and reanimate it. That's sort of my advice. That's your, yeah, that's your advice. Yeah, you know, just they, don't do it. Yeah. So, yeah, Millennium, 67 times. Yeah. I never saw couldn't it. Get into I, it. I, no, I, I couldn't never get watched into it. it. It was a, I mean, I think it crossed over with X-Files at one point. It was deemed as a, a, a sort of a, a companion to X-Files, wasn't it? Mm. Um, I imagine it's dated terribly because it was all about everything ending at the Millennium, wasn't it? Yeah, the, yeah. Like, Satanic forces and that are coming. It's like, yeah. All right. I found a copy of uh, Windows 2000 earlier. Did you? Yeah, that brought back some memories. What are you going to do with it? Well, it, what, what we've done with it is chuck it in the bin. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. Um, next thing he was in is a terrific film, and it's criminally uh, overlooked by Disney, and that's their 99 version of Tarzan, where he was uh... the voice of Kerchak. Oh, the, the animated Tarzan. Yeah. Hasn't that been remade live action yet? They're remaking everything else and burning it. Uh, have they? But I really like that. I, I, okay, I've never seen it. 
Oh, it, no, no, it's great. I mean, the look of Tarzan, yeah. you know, he's a bit surfer dude with dreadlocks almost. Right. And, and all the moves he does sliding down tree branches and that. But it's got real heart. You should... Right. I mean, you've got Disney right, Plus, yeah. haven't you? Yeah. Well, we're trying to... Uh, we're we're going to start watching a few Disney's. Because I've never... I think the only film... The only classic animated Disney I've ever seen all the way through is... Um, yeah, Mr. Cats. Oh, I think... Cats I th- I think you should watch it because it is very true to the Edgar Rice Burroughs oh, novel. True. The only thing that... I remember is the the action figure had a wanky action. <laughs> so if you press a button on his back, he he bashed. Well, the talking bishop. about things wanky, uh, the, the 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 music score is by Phil Collins, but don't let that. Oh, put is you it? Off. Oh, God. Yeah, but no, I know oh, it's is that terrific. Why he had a, is that why he had that video with the monkey playing the drums? No, that was an advert, no. wasn't it? That was, was it? a spoof. That was a spoof on it in the air oh. tonight with, with with the ape on the drums. Why was it an ape on the drums then? I don't know, but it wasn't anything to do with Tarzan. No. I'm sure it's nothing to do with Tarzan. But here's the thing that which will which will make you go, all right, then we're going to watch it, right? Not oh, only okay. do you have Lance Henriksen as Kerchak, right? Yep. I think Mini Driver is Jane, but that idiot English buffoon. A, a, a big game hunter that's in the novel is yeah. in the film played by Brian Blessed really so there you it's go it's a tiger yeah 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 no it's really really good it's a really always, good film um, I'm always shocked in uh, when I watch the Johnny Weissmuller ones um, that the big game hunter is uh, Commissioner Gordon yeah. in the 66 <laughs> Batman so, what's going on yeah that takes you out of it a bit was he ever young <laughs> then yeah Millennium also, at the same time, was the X Files, and old Lance yep. was played Frank Black in that one time. Yep. Uh, then he was in Scream Three. Oh yes, he was a Hollywood producer, wasn't he? Oh, was he? Right, the part he was born to play. Yeah, guess the plot again. Go on. What is Lost Voyage all about? Lost Voyage. Oh, so many things it could be that would be better probably than it ended up being. Lost Voyage. Um. I want to say that a they do a, a cheap stock footage space shot and something goes wrong and it comes back to Earth in the woods. No, you're, like you're no. looking outwards when you should be looking inwards. Oh, it says is it an 20... ripoff? No, no, oh. no, no, not quite that inwards. Uh, 25 years after it vanished into the Bermuda Triangle, oh. the SS Corona Queen mysteriously reappears. Seven people go aboard to learn the truth behind the vessel's disappearance, but they soon learn the ship did not return alone. Ah, uh, so see, you that's a, a you hire a boat, limited crew. Yeah. You don't need sets. Yeah. That's a, a classic uh, Corman-esque style uh, money-saving exercise. Remember when the Bermuda Triangle was a thing? Yeah. Not it anymore, was. Is it? I had a great people... board game in the seventies. Yeah, yeah, no, it was a good, good yeah. board game. There was always yeah. people were worried that it was like tons of books on the subject. Yeah, yeah. Charles yeah. Burlitz and things like that, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, made a career out of writing about the rubbish. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's speed up because there's still What's quite a few more to go through. Go on, so uh, yes, this will be going on all night. Otherwise, yeah. uh, the Mangler Two. I didn't see the Mangler One. To no, be fair. nor did I. Um, uh, Unspeakable, which is a woman. Let's not mention but, it then. Yeah. Uh, well, it says a woman battles an unspeakable terror. It was unspeakable. Yeah, never said yeah. a word. Yeah, uh, carry on screaming. Antibody. Now, if that was spelled antibody, that would, I reckon you'd like have to a laugh that. with that. Yeah, yeah. antibody. Um, I don't know. That probably sounds like a uh, some sort of medical horror thing. 
They were big in the uh, late 80s. No, I mean, it's like Fantastic Voyage. It is. Is it? All right. After a terrorist with an implanted nuclear detonator gets shot, a team of scientists must defuse the bomb by miniaturising themselves and going into his bloodstream. His organism's antibodies start to mass against them. That, there's got to be an easier way. Just drive him out to the desert. You know what I mean? Let him go off. Yeah. Uh, something called The Invitation which is a horror then Mimic 3 oh right yeah Mimic 1 was good I really like Mimic went, I haven't yeah. watched it for ages but that was a good film yeah the sequels went downhill quickly didn't they yeah um, then Dream Warrior oh nothing to do with Freddy no it says in an apocalyptic future a man with extra human powers goes on the run okay then AVP Yep. Uh, then that, that series, I think somebody from Mad Max was in it, because we've mentioned this before. Super Robot Monkey Team Hyperforce Go. Oh, yes. Hey, that's a Mickey Take animated thing, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, then Hellraiser Hellworld. God, how many more of them are there going to be? Well, there's, there, there was a new one last year or something, yeah, wasn't they, there? Or a remake. Netflix or something. Well, they've just done a sequel to the remake as well, haven't they, with a female okay. pinhead. All right. Uh, abominable. They have. Abominable. Is it about the Yeti? Well, it says so. a man crippled in a climbing accident. So I guess it's oh, up a mountain. Be, yeah. Returns to his cabin in the woods. So yeah. it's not that high up a mountain as part of no. his rehabilitation. But he wasn't prepared for the imminent onslaught. Oh, of Yetis, I hope. I guess so. I would. I would hire. That's the sort of thing I would hire, and it and it wouldn't have a Yeti in at all. It would be uh, the onslaught of snow. And you'll yeah. be, I'd be very it. disappointed. Yeah, the amount of feel, the amount of time I wasted as a kid going on the cover of VHS tapes. Oh yeah, yeah, Jeez. yeah. Right, uh, a Superman animated called Superman right. Brainiac attacks. He played the voice, or he's the voice of Brainiac. Yeah. In that, and then back to back, two Pumpkinhead films. Ah. Uh, Pumpkinhead Ashes to Ashes and Pumpkinhead Blood Feud. Yeah, which I I think were filmed like most a lot of cheap sequels were filmed in this in this sort of uh, um, Eastern Europe. Right, it's dirt cheap to film. Right, pretend it's America. Right, okay, and that's where I gave up. I couldn't yeah, go anymore. I don't blame you. I'm sorry, listener, if you wanted to hear right through to the end because he's still making stuff, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, yeah, you he's know? still doing stuff. Bless him. If I gave a final genre tally in in six months, that would be uh, inaccurate. Yeah. You so know? what did what did he get up to? Well, just the stuff you did. Well, 67 for Millennium. Yeah. And all that other... We must be way over 100 already. Yeah. You know, way over. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's won. He's won. Okay, so... Bishop, right? Yeah. What do you give Bishop out of 10? And Um, and and this is just a straight number. So, yeah, there's no design. I mean, he's just mainly wearing a blue boiler suit throughout the whole film. Yeah, the design is not good. Um... He's surprisingly not in it a lot, but you remember him. I, I like Bishop. Everyone likes Bishop. He gets a good few good lines. He's heroic at the end. He's suitably creepy. Um, he doesn't do as a lot, though. That's your thing. I am. Um, I do like him. I'm going to give him a seven and a half. Only seven and a half. I'll go to eight. Go on. I was going to do eight, but I think I've done so many eights recently. Oh, I gave him a nine. Really? Oh, really? Yeah, because you know, I I think he's terrific. I, I 
and, and especially now looking upon the way they look upon him as a slave and he's disposable yeah. and they don't care for him and in all of that in the face of all that he is just so polite all the way through yeah. watch your fingers you know um, you know and and that whole I'll go I'll go you know I love him I love him Yeah, I, oh. I just wish you had done slightly more I don't, didn't you want to see him wrestle with an alien no, I, I love what it. we've got of him. Yeah. All right. So, okay, if I give him a nine, you give him an eight. That's eight and a half. So yeah. he's in a drop ship. He's not alone. Bless him. Hopefully, he's not going to be, you know, bossed around by this lot. Everyone okay. bossed him about. He's, he's well, one it. of them in, who's in there is going to try it, and that's Burke. Oh, God. He's not going to want to go with Burke again. No. But he's also got Pharaoh. Yep. He never had a scene with Pharaoh in the film. No, no. He, it's surprising how ma- how many people he doesn't interact with. No, um, and Ripley three from oh, Alien three. Enough. Yeah, so I think she'll look after him. Yeah, she'll look after him because she she knows she knows him. She she yeah. knows the real bishop, so she'll look after him, won't she? Yeah, she'll she'll look after him, and um, they can gang up on Burke together. Yeah, can you imagine? It's like like um, <laughs> Bishop. What what are you doing with those fish fingers? Well, Burke was quite uh, specific. He wants them. It's going to be an argument, isn't it? Burke can be the slave. He can yes. start, you know, serving the food. Yeah, because the chemical toilet. Oh, yeah, yeah, because Alien, uh, Ripley Three knows all about Burke. Yeah. Oh, he's going to suffer that boy. And Pharaoh's not going to put up with any rubbish from Burke. No. So that's an interesting caravan. Uh, well, it's not even a caravan. Dropship. That's an interesting escape pod. Escape. We decided it was yeah. an escape pod, didn't we? Escape pod. Yes. In the shape of a caravan. Yes. Yeah. Or in the shape of a Sulaco. Nice little segue into that. Oh, look, um, that was seamless, that. You yeah, could be on local radio, I reckon. <laughs> We've got to vote out of ten for the Sulaco as well yes. today. Um, now, before we vote on it, um, just to say that, uh, yep, it's a Sid Mead design, wasn't yep. it? Yeah, um, you can tell, can't you? Yes. Yeah, you can. But if you yep. look at the original version... The original version of it, it wasn't at all like this. Oh, really? uh, this version, it, it it had all these antennae at the front, then a big yeah. fat section, and then a round ball at the back. And it, I've got a quote from Sid Mead here about it. It says, uh, "In the script, Cameron's description of the spacecraft exterior left more than ample room for interpretation." In fact, all Meade really had to go on was a passing reference to metal spires slicing across the frame, followed by a mountain of steel. And then Sid says, From my original reading of the script, I interpreted this this word picture as something like a large melon-shaped rocket ship with a vast antennae field on the front of it. For camera purposes, however, Jim wanted more of a vertical blade format. That way, once the spires went past and the main bulk of the ship entered the frame, there'd be a moving wall of detail that wouldn't require you to move the camera or change the focus or anything. So I had to reorient my thinking a bit based on how he's planning to shoot it. And yeah, I've seen other things. James Cameron said it's a nice design, but it's got to go left to right. And... It can't keep changing focus. So that's yeah. why you come up with this. Oh, is that why it's flat? Because then it keeps the focus. It looks like a blade now, yeah. doesn't it? You know. Yeah, so I've, I've seen descriptions of it where it says it looks like a rifle in space. And it's like yeah, a, it's like a, know, a flying the whole gun. The thing's yeah. a weapon, yeah. Yeah, um, it, it, 
the, the, the main they only shape made of it. One side, didn't they? They only yeah, only one, one side. side it, it was yeah. about five, six feet long. The the basic shape was built by Peter Austin, but then it was detailed by you know Pat McClung and the Scotech brothers. Yeah. Um, you know the Scotech brothers say that when the miniature was brought over to their um, you know uh, studio, they that they were there at night. You know, just sticking more and more greeblies on. You know, to super detail it because the camera was going to go in so close. You know. Yeah, I mean it's a nice it's a nice model. Did, did you ever have you ever had one? They did Halcyon did a version. I've got the Halcyon one, and yeah. I've made the mistake, and this is the problem that you get. I made the mistake of painting it as it appears in the film, which is like yeah. a deep blue. And of course, now with the internet, and you've got far more um, access to you know uh, photos of the studio miniatures. It was a light grey. It was just filmed yeah, in filmed. this blue. Yeah. So I regret. Or you could uh, revisit a little project. Yeah, I'm sh- I'm sure you can get them 3D printed now. Oh yeah, yeah you know, definitely. I- I'd like a bigger version because the Halcyon one is only what 12 inches. Yeah, long. It, was, it wasn't a big I remember, model. I remember at the time sort of seeing it in Comet and looking at it and thinking, oh, I'll buy something else. I probably should have bought that because it's probably worth a fortune. Yeah, now, yeah. A box one is like you won't yeah. get it below what 60, 70 no, pounds yeah. now. You know. All right, so out of ten, what do you give the Solarco? Um, I do like it. I it it's sort of one of those weird dead ends where everything in the Alien universe after Aliens, if it was military, had to look like the Solarco. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think it's a it's a really good design. Like I say, you can say it, you can tell it's Sid Mead because yeah, he did he did good military stuff. Um, I'm going to give it. I'm going to give it an eight and a half. That's exactly what I've got. Yeah. So that gives it that puts it top of the list. Oh well. The, uh, the yeah. nearest thing I to it is fair. the thing that drops out of it, the drop ship at eight point two five. Oh yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, so we're pretty much done. Yeah, we're done. So all we've got to announce is who we're gonna talk about next. And there's yes. only two more to go. So I know, we're next time almost there. Almost next time. There. Almost there. Next time. We're going to have a high old time. We're going to be talking about Dwayne, aren't we? Dwayne Hicks. Hicks. Yes. Michael Bean might have a bit of a, uh, a filmography as well, but I feel I mean, he's, I owe he's been it in next... better quality ones. Yeah, I, I, I feel I owe it, um, you know, to go right through the list on, yes. on Michael Bean. You know? I think it will. I think it will be better films as well. Yeah, like yeah. I, I think yeah. his agent's a bit better, yeah. or he's not as cheap. Yeah, that could be it. Could be it. Yeah. Um, but again, another you know, another person that uh, was very big in our sort of adolescent years. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, well, let's hold off any more talking, um, and uh, yeah, see you next time then. Yeah, yeah, I look forward to that. Nice one. All right, thanks, then. Thanks, Ian. Thanks, listener. See you next Thank time. You. Right, bye. Bye-bye. That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over.